0: They have the Italian radio show engaging the next generation of Italians in their culture with food, music, travel, not to mention peer pressure from the young Guidos. All this and more coming right up on West Coast Italian radio Hello folks and welcome to West Coast. Italian radio, bringing you the Italian radio show. I'm your host, Tony Lestella, with the lovely, the incredible, the amazing Marzia Caputo, my co-host from Italy. How you doing, Marzia? Yeah.
1: Ciao, a tutti. Ciao, Tony.
0: I had to give you a big intro, because I know you're feeling down today, so I'm trying to help you feel better, you know?
1: I like it. I like it. I like to be... Thank you for your help. Really. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much.
0: Like i got to tell everybody you're listening to us on KKNW, 1150 a.m. in the greater Puget Sound area. And you can also get our show online. Uh, We stream live. You can get it anywhere in the world if you go to our website, wcir.biz. Just remember the acronym for West Coast Italian Radio, wcir.biz. Click at the link at the top of the page. You can stream us live today. And you can also play any of our shows that are in archive there over the last six years. We had tons of wonderful shows with some great guests uh, just by following that link right there. And, of course, after we are done with today's show, it will go up in our archives so you can share it with your family and friends all week long. Uh, if you want to be a part of our show today, our call-in number is 425-373-5527, 425 425- 3735527. And I might add here, uh, Marcy and I give these things a lot of thought. We came up with what I think is a really great theme for today's show. We really right. want to talk about um what is going on right now within, you know, the Italian and Italian American uh mm-hmm. culture around the world mm-hmm. to engage the next generation. You know, I mean, March, I don't know how it is in Italy, but here in America, I hear all the time, every time I go to an Italian festival, to an Italian club meeting, Sons of Italy, whatever, everybody say, what can we do to get the next generation engaged right. in their Italian culture? How is that in Italy?
1: Well, like I say, you have to think about this. The generation changed now. They're not more the Italian. They used to be in the past. They came here in the States and they're really missing home because they don't see home in the TV. They don't hear too much music. You know what I mean? Little yeah, bit yeah. Harder. Now it's different. Generation have a YouTube. They come here. They already speak English. They have a, a change student already travel. So it's different cultural mind now. So the little bit. That's the thing. The only way I think you have to involve with the old generation is all the best things is, is music. Yeah. Music, you, combined
0: music is a great one. Well, we're going to give you some ideas today on that line there. And I agree with you. Okay. Music, food, travel, language. We're going to come up with some cool things that people are doing around the country, around the world to engage the next generation of Italians and Italian Americans. And starting right out here, Marzia, with Pezzo d'Italia, our new Bye. stories here uh, that we're going to do today. We found a couple of good ones kind of to fit our theme. Uh, tomorrow, you know, uh, which is February 16th, 2021, is Carnivale in Italy, okay? So, I mean, you know, in many countries around the world they celebrate, but it's a big festival in Italy. And come on, if you want to engage people, younger, old alike, Everybody mm-hmm. loves a party. Everybody mm-hmm. loves a festival, right? It's like four or five days of parties. So Absolutely. <laughs> and it's kind of the party they do just before they kick off the 40 days of oh. Lent. So here's <laughs> some of the uh, great uh, Carnivale places that are mm-hmm. going on in Italy this year. There's, of course, uh, the Venice Carnival, which is Absolutely. that's probably the one everybody thinks of, you know, elaborate costumes, masks. They have costume balls, big parties, uh, and it and literally this thing it starts two to three weeks before um, Ash Wednesday, and it just kind of was like a month long change.
1: It yeah. to be only five days, I think. But I guess now it's, it's huge. A little, now it's huge.
0: This year, because
1: it's people be, love it, enjoy it. Because you go there, it's packed with people. And are you how it is? The cities look beautiful. You feel like you're in the past. And then Saturday, they show on a canal with those, you know, in the water right there, in the pass. all those boats with those. That's right. They got, got a big parade of all
0: the boats, is. and they're all it's decorated. It's
1: unbelievable. Really Another
0: is. one they have uh, is in Reggio, Tuscany. Viaregio. Rachel Tusk, it's a big, big coastal town. Mm-hmm. It has huge parades, huge floats. Um, and it goes on usually the uh, three Sundays before Carnival, uh, they, mm-hmm. the, the Ash Wednesday, uh, and the Saturday nights, they have all kinds of things, concerts, Parade food, too. fireworks, the whole thing. It's really a major thing. Another one here that I have read is, is in. Ivria Piedmont. Have you ever been to that one there? No, never.
1: No, in Piemonte?
0: Ivria, yeah. Ivrea. Ivria Piedmont. Ivrea. It says it's a huge event. They have an orange yeah, Piedmont- growing Piedmont- battle. Yeah. Of course, we know. we talked last week about the oranges the orange. for Valentine's Day. So I get something and, to You know, celebrate oranges college. are big in Italy because it's what, you know, they make They're oranges like, the there, like nothing people. else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So they have a, and they have a big, this big meat, they have a medieval battle there and they throw uh-huh. oranges and the at each other, okay? That's um so moving on, in Sardinia, Oristano, Ooh, Oristano, Sardinia has a big medieval jousting tournament and a big estrarian esc- Esquitrarian, sorry, Esquitrarian <laughs> with the
1: horses. A
0: big thing with the horses and the medieval. Mm-hmm. So that sounds kind of cool. Right. And last but not least, one more in Sardinia is Barbagia Mountains. You have these villages in the Barbagia Mountains outside of Nuoro, which uh, they have all kinds of um, celebrations there. They, they kind of do things where people dress up. In different uh, wooden masks and stuff. Uh, they, they lasso people. Uh, it's It just sounds like it's a hoot.
1: So, so you got to think about this. It's like Thanksgiving, right? When you're Thanksgiving, after Thanksgiving, we have the Messi's famous show, right? They show you right, the show right. things after Thanksgiving, right? Or during Thanksgiving, sorry. In the morning, they show you with the mache, the parade, walking the street. Same thing. Okay, but in uh, carnevale, that's what I'm the And hey, what a
0: great way to engage young people! I mean, take them to something like that, and be great, just a lot of fun. Well, here's our second story here, Marcia, that I thought you would enjoy. This now, this is you know an Italian American story because actually, believe it or not, back east there's a huge movement now uh, to engage young people, and it's being done by the young people. Okay. So this comes from the Howard Beach area. And let me tell you, Howard Beach is an area that for like the last 100 years, it's been one of the iconic Italian American neighborhoods in the USA. It's located in Queens, New York City. And recently, uh they, uh they they did a lot of research there because they found there's this huge young strong Subculture that's emerging from there, and it's known as the Guido. Yes, folks, the Guido, Guido. subculture. <laughs> no way. Uh, as you would hear in the Jersey Shores or, you know, that t- TV show. Uh, and obviously it's very controversial right down to its name. Okay? okay. So first of all, first of all, at first glance, if you look at the Italian Americans, today at Howard Beach, they seem to be, you know, not really like the ones in the past, okay? You have this guido culture where it's all the big spike hair, the big muscles, fast cars, gold jewelry. It's kind of like the new image that they're trying to portray the young people of Italian American youth, okay? it's funny. (laughs) However, however, under the surfaces, there's a lot of stuff that kind of relates with their parents' generations, Okay, for first of all, they all have this great appreciation for being Italian. I mean, according to the Guido culture, you cannot be an actual Guido if you're not Italian. Okay? Everywhere around that area, you see bumper stickers with Italian flags. They have all the clubs. They got Italian nights and all the the nightclubs there. Okay? These are the nightclubs for the young people. Okay?
1: I have a question. Yes. do is only for guys or you, well, the- you you
0: know I think it's 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 the whole culture of the young people and, and although I think the women are kind of like uh, you think of that uh, uh, my cousin Vinny, uh you know uh the the hmm. gum chewing hairdresser right. type of thing but, but these call the, it you know, girls too yeah and, and, and it's interesting because a lot of this has, has been brought about through mm. you know media portrayals and stereotypes you know in movies okay. and in the media and in TV, which I know a lot of Italian-Americans find offensive, but this young generation is is embracing these stereotypes uh, and these portrayals. And what's happening here is it's like a whole new love of their Italian culture. I mean, even though technically it probably has nothing to do with Italy. Right. It, it, they, they love their Italian culture, all these young people, Okay. Uh, And, and, you know, just like in in the days of past with our parents, you know, they all formed their own Italian clubs, Italian groups and bonds. You know, there's a very, very tight circle of friendship with the young widows today in this area. Uh, Their clothing, the clothing really wants to accent them being masculine. Okay, Uh, they listen to rap music. It's all about having that masculine Italian uh, swagger. Okay, and all the rap music lyrics uh, and you asked about the, the thing with the females. There's even an accepted thing that the males can be, uh, aggressive toward the females, and the females are viewed more as sex objects rather than peers, okay? Uh, so interestingly, though, when you think about it, it's not really that different from some of the Italian American males of the past. And how they kind of, you know, view their masculinity and paraded it out there and treated their women. So you Now know, I
1: understand uh, why they want to go back with Vito. It's i got to tell way. you. But this
0: is driving yeah. me. We don't make this stuff up when this is a thing. They've been studying this. It's a phenomenon going on right now. So there you go, folks. That's your Italian news for today. We're going to be right back with more West Coast Italian Radio right after this word from our sponsors. Don't go away.
2: Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. The owner of a local liquor store told me to forget the flavors, so I make only vodka-flavored vodka, smooth and gluten-free. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com.
3: Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal.
2: we got to pass down our family recipes.
0: Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my... My friend Frank Asernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal.
3: No wonder it tastes so good.
0: Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. isernio Sausage. Visit
2: Asernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by ourselves, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat, even after all these years. Head over to Tito's Vodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito's Vodka.com.
4: Get your daily dose of variety. Alternative Talk, 1150. All right,
0: folks, we're back with West Coast Italian Radio. My name is Tony Lestella, your host, with Marcia Caputo, my co-host. You know, Marcia, um... Yes. I was thinking, you know, we do, we do our Italian phrases of the day. Uh, right. And since we're talking about ways to engage, you know, young people in their Italian culture, especially like in this country where you have, you know, young Italian-Americans, um, I found a thing here that I thought was really interesting. I wanted to, you know, see what you thought of it, okay? Um okay. So, you know, um, it, it's great to learn another language. But they came up with this course for young people. It could be teenagers to young adults. And what it is, is not only do they teach them Italian language, to speak, but they take them to cities in Italy where they do the teaching. Like they take them to, um, for instance, Florence, no one of the cities. Uh, they take them to Rome. They take them to Tuscany. Um, so it's a way where that you really get into not only learning your language, but seeing these beautiful, breathtaking sights, of course, eating great food there. Uh, and this is called Sprock Cafe. Sprock Cafe is this course where basically it's a course for young people, takes them to two Italian cities, and basically you can explore the cities and you can work on your Italian skills there.
1: I would uh, like to know how they come out with these name, Sprach I, I, I don't
0: know, but I, it's, it sounds really, really fantastic. Par I mean, parlare,
1: Sprach Parlare, Cafe. Yeah, it might be a German
0: way. companies because Sprach in German yeah. is to speak. So Sprach Cafe, right. like maybe a speak, the speech cafe, if you wanted to That's translate it, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, like, look, think about it. So, so you have, a, a, you you want to engage your kids your grandkids in their heritage, you live here in this country, okay, in America, uh, you have a perfect situation because, of course, you take your kids back there to visit right. your family, your parents in Vincenza, and yeah, what a great uh, thing for them. I mean, they really have that appreciation. Right. And this is kind of something that offers that for people, you know, like me or others who, um, you know, want to take their kids there, but maybe our parents don't live there, you know?
1: Right. It's different because the second generation is a little bit different already. Yes, that's the thing. You're right. And this one is a really great idea. You can send your kids. They can choose the city they want and live like in real Italian. It's the best place you can learn to speak Italian when you go to the place.
0: Well, absolutely. And not only that, but an appreciation for your culture. So I would ask you, so you have your three daughters, and what and, and their ages, what are their ages now? Oh, 18, 15, and 13. But you've been taking them every year or two in Italy ever since they were young, okay? Yes. And I know. must imagine that they have a real appreciation for their Italian culture.
1: They do. They understand it, too, much better because they spend so much time in Italy. They understand com- the culture, the way, how to ask, how to speak with old, older people. Yeah, because yeah, you have to change. You cannot say you, we older people. So they understand that, too.
0: Right, right, right. So, yeah, I know, you know, there's some, obviously, there's some um challenges here because, you know, something yeah. like this is going to be, you know, more expensive than buying a uh, Pimsler course, you know, or Rosetta right. we'll Stone online, a or something. Uh, but you know, again, we're talking about you know things that uh, kind of go over and beyond for people who can afford to do this uh, to really engage their kids, get them involved in the in the in, in the culture. And it's interesting. I know a number of Italian Americans, even here in our area. Mm. Who have done that? They've sent their kids or their grandkids when they were like, uh, in their young teenage years, you know, maybe f- the age of 14, 15, uh, through age 18. They've sent them to Italy and it just made a huge, huge I mean, difference in engaging them, getting them involved in their Because You have to
1: remember when you're here or your Rosetta stone, you study and then when you don't study your hour, you put away. But you don't people to speak Italian all day long. When you are in Italy, like, it's completely different. You have to all the time speak in Italian. It pushes you a little faster to learn quickly. That's what I think it is. And plus, you learn not only the language, but the culture.
0: Yeah, plus you get to see all the sights, eat all the food. What a great thing. Well, there you go. That's our Italian phrases, kind of our our, our idea for using Italian phrases in travel to help engage the next generation. If you want to learn more about this, uh, what is the website they got there? Did you find that, Marcia?
1: Oh, no, I was asking you because I was interested. Oh, here it is. It's
0: <laughs> S-p-r-a-c-h-c-a-f-f-e.com. Sprock, or S-P-R-A-C-H-C-A-F-F-E.com, sprocka, dot com. So check that out, folks. I think it will give you some really cool ideas. So now uh, it's time for our artist of the week, Marcia. And uh, you know, you—I got to give you credit—you picked out a good one here. We're going to bring back one of our dear old friends. Um, well, dear young friends, I should say, Bye. dear young friends, Andrea Algieri, who I has bet. a wonderful group, Brascato,
1: right.
0: uh, which I believe that his his group is from Calabria, if I believe correctly. Right, um, and they play. Uh, you know, Calabria. They play basically modern uh, Calabria music, and he writes all of his own music. A uh, young guy has this—an amazing, amazing artist, amazing um songwriter and singer, musician. Uh, and we're so just thrilled when he can come up to Seattle and perform for us at various events here. Right. He has a new song, which kind of fits because you know, tutto cambia—everything changes. Mm-hmm. Which you know, I think is part of the whole thing. Things will change, and and you have to allow, like we talked about, the young Guidos. Yeah, maybe the old people don't like it, but you got to let things change, and evolve, I, and then let people find their way for their Italian culture too. So, um, and God knows this guy does great things to keep that young Italian music alive. I think any young people anywhere in the world would like this song here. What do you say?
1: It's great. I mean, when you hear the guitar, his voice, you know, if you will learn Italian. It's the best music you can listen because it's really good to understand it. Absolutely. So, it's
0: one of my favorite artists. and I It's a wonderful, movie. wonderful video also he has on it. Right. Oh, yeah, video, Tutto cambia, cambia by the group Brascati with Andrea and Alciari. Make sure you go online and watch the video too.
4: near you. Pacific Food Importers has been distributing Mediterranean food products in the greater Seattle area since 1971 beginning as an olive import company pfi has evolved into a well-known wholesale food distributor in the pacific northwest servicing restaurants grocers manufacturers and caterers family owned and operated pfi stocks a wide variety of cured meats specialty cheeses from around the world and a vast range of mediterranean products pfi's service area includes the greater puget sound region and portland oregon situated in north kent pfi has a central location allowing for efficient service and delivery, as well as convenient will-call pickups for established customers in Seattle. Pacific Food Importers Incorporated is committed to providing quality products at competitive prices to the food service industry of the Pacific Northwest. Visit PacificFoodImporters.com for more information or to contact us. Dr. Sanjay Gupta brings you health tips for a better life, Monday through Friday at 6 a.m., 8 a.m., and 5 p.m. Right here on KKNW.
0: All right, folks, we are back with West Coast Italian Radio with Tony La and Marcia Cabuto, your hosts. We have a great guest today for our food and beverage segment, which is brought to you by our wonderful sponsor, Tito's. Handmade Vodka out of Austin, Texas. Tito's does so much for the Italian community in this area and around the country and supports many other great charities. Next time you have an event, make sure you use Tito's for that. Um, I have a fantastic, fantastic guest here today, Marzia. Uh, her name is Barbara, oh, now I'm going to say this Italian style, Barbara Barcelona Okay, Canada, Barbara Canada, Barcelona yeah. Smith.
1: Barcelona.
0: Barcelona yes. Smith. Yeah, uh, and I guess she's part Sicilian, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. So you know, she's a real Italian, mm-hmm. um, and um, she's written a book called "Let's Eat Snails," which celebrates Italian American cuisine and culture, and helps to introduce kids, you know, the next generation to uh, their culinary Italian traditions. And of course, today's show is all about engaging the next generation in the Italian culture, the Italian uh, traditions. So Barbara, welcome to West Coast Italian Radio.
5: Thank
3: you both so much for having me here. I'm so excited. Thank you.
0: So, you know, it's interesting, uh, your book, when, when my wife and I, where, um, you know, we're looking at, at your book and stuff, Let's Eat Snails. The first thing we thought, well, geez, this sounds like it should be a French book because oh, we were thinking escargot, right? So where did you get that title? Let's Eat Snails.
3: Well, of course I got the title from my own life. This book is, uh, autobiography. <laughs> I mean, we grew up picking, purifying, cooking these snails. We cooked them up with a little babalucci. That's a red sauce, uh, Sicilian stew. It's a uh, beautiful story about coming together around the table and picking these little critters and um, eating them. They're delicious. They're delicious in stew.
0: So now, your family, are, are, you, you, are you from Sicily or you're like Italian American like I am? Italian American. And, and did your par- your parents come from Sicily?
3: My father came straight from Romac.
0: That is fantastic. That is really fantastic.
3: We just grew up eating a lot of weird stuff. I mean, it goes back to even our camping trips were weird, you know, weird stuff. We would pack, they were epic Italian camping trips. We would literally pack the kitchen sink. And whatever he shot that day, the rabbit one, the slingshot, the uh, doves, we would cook it up in a sauce. And we would eat it out there. It
0: sounds like this is right down March's alley. Cause she oh, and yes. Jeff they're constantly going out to the mountains on these big Italian trips, you know.
1: You see, that's what we do, real Italians. You understand me. And by the way, she use her hands when she talks. Talk Talking, yeah, you, got, you know. Learn. You gotta learn that. You see, she's really tired. She's still moving those. So <laughs> yeah. look at her. I love it.
0: I love so it. So now the recipes in your book are they are they general? Italian recipes, or are they more geared, like, towards your family's Sicilian roots?
3: Well, I'd like to say it's a little bit of both uh, because it, it is an authentic Sicilian recipe. Snails in red sauce is babalucci. Um Now, everybody cooks their stew a little bit different. So our family, um, you know, we add a little of this, a little of that. You know, if uh, I have a thirty-minute great video that I take when I uh, go to uh, kids' schools and do it, uh, I have a thirty-minute author video, and in that video, it shows my little uh, Sicilian father. You got a little uh, rosemary, you had a little bit of pepper, a little bit of this, uh, a little bit of the potato. So it's it's uh, to, it's to taste.
0: <laughs> so now. You wrote this book, uh, is this a brand new book? or How many years ago did you write it?
3: Well, the book is hot off the press, we released it in January. It's flying off the shelves because it's really hitting people where they live. It's multicultural, it's culinary, it's Italian. Who doesn't love Italians? This book is, um, available everywhere. You can get it at Barnes and Noble. You can get it at Books A Million. You can get it online at Amazon. You can get it from my publisher, New South Books in Montgomery, Alabama. This book, um, is, it, I, I wrote it because it's about my upbringing. Uh, we really did pick, purify, and cook snails. We, um, ate them. It was the great bonding experience with my father. We picked and did all kinds of weird stuff. We, we caught eels. And then we had eels in the kitchen sink. We had dead doves, dead rabbits. My friends would come over and they would say, gross. What's that? I would say, Oh my God, don't say that. Now we got a 20 minute lecture from my father on manners and expanding your horizons because he would hate when people would say gross. So how,
0: how did you get to Alabama I mean, that's not a place where I typically think of a lot of Italians. I gotta tell you, nothing against Alabama, but just it's not like, you know, when I'm thinking of the Italian capital of the country, you know,
3: what are you talking about, Tony? It's me and my Paisana publisher up in Montgomery. There's two of us out here. What do you mean? We got a lot of Italians out here. Couple Sicilians. What more do you need? I'm kidding. I know there's a lot of Italians in Alabama, but we ended up out here because my husband is a retired military. Army aviation, uh, helicopter pilot. He's an instructor pilot out here at Fort Rucker and, uh, Enterprise Alabama and uh, Fort Rucker is the home of Army aviation. So he flies those helicopters and he is a teaching, a teaching, a teaching. So here I am in the southeast corner of Alabama.
0: We have a guy like that in our show too, who happens to be married to, uh, Marcia. He's kind of our security expert. Yeah. So we don't <laughs> worry about nothing on the show. We got a problem. We turn it over to Jeff. We don't got no more problem. You yep. know? He's yes. Type of a guy, you know? You
1: don't see nothing, we don't know
0: nothing. Exactly, Ta-da. exactly. <laughs> so now, you know, this is it's such a great thing because, you know, one of the challenges that I know all of the Italian organizations, from the Sons of Italy to the local Italian clubs, to all of the Italian festivals across the United States have is engaging the young people. You know, I hear this Time after time, year after year, no matter where we go to these different festivals and clubs, you know, they're, that their attendance is getting older and older and older, and they have such a hard time getting the young people engaged in their culture. So, I mean, this seems like uh, a real great way, because food, I mean, you know, come on, food has all the sensory things we need in it, and, uh, you know, what, what has been... What your experience, I mean, how, how, how are you engaging the people with this book, the younger people?
3: Well, engaging the next generation of Italian kids is extremely important. This book is about taking a li- uh, glimpse into the lives of other cultures. Uh, this one in particular is our Italian culture. It's about trying something new. It's about tapping into your family. If your father is uh, from Sicily like mine, ask questions. Look at Marcia's, uh, kids. They're so lucky. She is a true Italian, 100%. You know, ask these questions. Can I help you cook? Where did these recipes come from? They came from the old country. These almond cookies my nona made. I, we still don't have the recipe for that because, I mean, you got to capture these moments with the uh, older people in your family, like nonas and nonos. Um, ask them if you were did you grow up eating snails? Did you use a slingshot? Did you have the glamour of Taormina? This book is about it really reaching out and sharing family time around the table because food is life, food is love, and food is an adventure. Right, right. So by the time I realized that the Spanish I learned growing up in California, I had about a 25% hit rate with her being a 100% Italian speaker. And those later years in her life, when we could actually communicate, I learned so much from her. And the love between us just grew. Um, these moments are precious and priceless. And it, it that is what connects us to the next generation.
0: With your Nona.
3: With my Nona. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And my father, I mean, I'm lucky he's from Sicily. We, we have many moments around the the dinner table where we're talking about what he did growing up and how it looked and how was school. Um things were he's he's, you know, 79 years old. Things were and nothing like my experience here in the states growing up. Um school and it was a fascinating uh, it's fascinating to learn about and uh, I learned a lot from my father, I learned a lot from my nonna. And children can really tap into these great moments and their lessons in love. Um t- take time around the garden. Pick the food that you're about to cook. I mean, they're all Italians were all about fresh fresh herbs, fresh spices, fresh tomatoes. Can those tomatoes with your nonna and your father. Oh my god. We grew up we made our own pasta. We made our own tomato sauce. We made our own everything. And it's about trying things in life, new things. Hey, we ate tripe growing up. And I'll tell you this kids, I don't like tripe, but I tried it, but I don't like
5: it.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I think that's really uh, important. In fact, I know Marchie, you do a lot of that too. Cause you know, you and Jeff are very, very involved. Oh, with yes. getting your kids, uh, you know, keeping your kids involved with the grandparents on both sides of your family, right. uh, which I think is fantastic because it helps to whatever your culture is, it helps, you know, that, that, that multiple generation thing really helps uh, to
1: like Italian family. We are really connect with the old one. We have respect for the old one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. We really look for the, uh, if you want to know your history, you look for a grandma. That's how you want to hear the story. And they beautiful. could be said, but you understand a lot of things, how they come out, how they're really little, really strong woman. Because Italian women, they are strong. You know what I mean? Yeah, really,
0: absolutely.
1: Uh, but they take care of everything. I mean, I remember my mom, she cooked from morning until night. She's still there cooking for the next day, make ready stuff, go to work, come back. It's a lot. And like, it was like, how she can do all that? It's right. our culture, how we are. We don't yeah. stop. But we think about others, our kids, our husband, make sure they have everything.
0: And they have found it. They, they have actually found in studies that mm. it is the females in the culture that perpetuate the culture to the next generation, much more than the males that share it with their children, with their grandchildren. All right. Well, Barbara, we only have a couple of more minutes here. So oh. let me ask real quick how people can get a copy of your book and you know, where they can go.
3: Well, in addition to being able to find my book everywhere on uh, on bookshelves and Barnes and Noble's Books a Million, you can find it online, Amazon, uh, New South Books in Montgomery, Alabama, my publisher. We're also I'm doing a fantastic cross promotion with Peconic Escargo out of New York. Um, we're doing a family pack. It's called the Let's Eat Snails Family Pack. These kids can get the book. The families can get the baking dish with it. The little snail pickers. Two dozen in-shell snails and a recipe for Babalucci, uh snails and red, you know, red sauce. It's 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 the stew. And this is about not only engaging the next generation of Italian kids; it's every kid. This is bringing safe, fresh snails to families' doorstep, and they can actually prepare these snails. Let's. Teach these kids about our culture. Let's get them talking about our culture. Say in a few words. Hey, even I remember a couple Italian phrases. Sta that means, <laughs> what are you doing? I grew up here. What are you doing, Barbara? What are you doing? Well, what I'm doing now is I'm selling my book, Let's Eat Snails. I'm enriching the lives of kids everywhere, I hope. I hope. That's my dream,
0: Tony. Absolutely. That's fantastic. That is so great. Barbara, you know, we got to get you out here to one of our Italian events. We do a fest Italiana. You know, once things reopen up, we start doing festivals again because I can tell you would be a great pre- – you would do a great presentation. And we want to have you back again on West Coast Italian Radio. So we're going to definitely keep in touch. And uh, we wish you all the best with your book and everything you're doing. God bless you. Folks, this is Tony Lestella with Marcia Caputo. West Coast of Time Radio will be right back after this word from our sponsors. Don't go away.
2: Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com.
3: Hey, Dad. Thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal.
2: we got to pass down our family recipes.
3: Your food is always so good. What's the secret?
0: Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal.
3: No wonder it tastes so good.
0: Available in major supermarkets up and down the West coast is Cernio sausage visit a for recipes or to find a
4: store near you working hard to put a smile on your face alternative talk 1150
0: and we are back with west coast italian radio network this is your host tony listella with the lovely marcia caputa my co-host you know for the last couple of weeks we were announcing our valentine's day uh co- contest and um the contest basically was uh, we had a special Tito's Valentine's cocktail that we were doing for our 2021 uh, contest. Uh, and uh, the, basically you had to listen to the show. We, uh, we told you about the cocktail the last two weeks. And then you had to go onto our Facebook page. You had to post there the name of the cocktail, Uh, We have a question there asking you what was the name of our 2021 special Valentine's Day cocktail that we put together for two lovers. Of course, sponsored by Keto's Vodka. And the answer was the Tito's Italian Love Potion number nine. Tito's Italian Love Potion number nine. Okay so all of our uh, winners who are uh, basically people who got the the, uh, the answer to the question correct uh, went into a drawing and from that drawing we picked our top three winners from across the United States okay and the winners are as follows we have Tim Wilson from Boise Idaho we have Griffin Amon from Mount Lake Terrace Washington, and we have Steve Crawl from Binghamton, New York. Congratulations to our winners. Uh, just to give you an idea, this is a great, great gift, and we're going to mail these out uh, to each of our winners through, uh, through regular mail. Uh, included in this is going to be Tito's hand sanitizers, Tito's signature cup holders, Tito's hanging emblems, a set of Tito's mugs, a beautiful Tito's winter scarf, a very, very nice Tito's winter hat, and a Tito's fanny pack. So that's going to be in a nice Tito's gift bag. Uh, and we have three of those gift bags are going to go out to each of our three winners. Uh, unfortunately, people ask, well, can you mail us some Tito's vodka? And unfortunately, we cannot give away, uh, liquor. Uh, due to the you know, liquor laws and so forth. But, uh, you know, we got some great, great presents here and a big thank you for all the people who played our special Valentine's contest and especially a big thank you to Tito's Vodka for being such a great sponsor of the contest and a great sponsor of West Coast Italian radio. Well, okay, Marcy, we only have a couple of more minutes here, so I think that we should mention, um, you know, we do have a great event coming up here. I know right. there's not a lot of events going on these days with uh, the lockdown and everything, but um, we do have one wonderful event that we really want people to support. Um, this comes up next week February 20th and 21st, both Saturday and Sunday from 9 a.m. to 3 o'clock at the new, Casa Italiana Event Center, our new center here uh, in the Northwest for all of our Italian events, they're having the first annual Italian food drive, okay? Mm-hmm. First annual Italian food drive. Okay? It's, this is uh, it take, will take place there at the Casa Italiana, address of 13028 1st Avenue South in Burien, okay? And what it is, they're going to have a bunch of socially distanced volunteers in the parking lot, Um. And all day long you can, you know, drive through and drop off donations of non-perishable goods. Okay? It's going to go to people really who have been, you know, hurt uh, hard with a COVID-19 pandemic. They're going to basically be um, taking these uh, donations of food and they're going to distribute them to the three local uh, food banks in the area. Uh, and they hope this is going to become a really good annual event there for them, Okay. Um, and also, you know, by the way, you can drive around the building, see this great new building there. Um, they may even be able to give some limited tours, depending on how that goes, or maybe you give it schedule. So uh, that's what we want to tell everybody about. And, of course, uh, when we end our show today, uh, we're going to do our song of the week. And right. I, I wanted to stay in theme with this, um, Marcia. So mm-hmm. I was thinking, you know, I got this great uh, song that I recorded years ago in New York City with the hip-hop artist Babyface. And it was what we called hip opera. So it was combining opera with rap, basically, and hip-hop music. Uh, and uh, we did it. Uh, it just came out really, really great. So here again is ideas of how to engage young people in Italian culture. Like you said earlier at the start of the show, use music. You know, and you can cross over all these g- right. generations from mm-hmm. opera to rock to pop and put them all together, and it's really cool stuff. So we're going to do our Osole Mio hip opera with Tony La Stella and a baby face at the end here of our broadcast in just a minute as our song of the week. And, folks, that's pretty much the show. God bless you all. Marcia, do you have anything to say to people?
1: No, look, I just say goodbye to everybody. Enjoy every day as much as you can. Enjoy, you know, the weather because pretty soon it's going to come spring. That's what I'm feeling already. <laughs>
0: that's right. That's yeah. right. I mean, well, folks, God spring. bless you all. Thank you for listening. And we will be back next week with a brand new show right here on the West Coast Italian Radio Network.
5: Assalute.
0: Oh, Loki, I gotta tell you about this girl
5: Yeah?
0: She is hot
5: Tony is in love
0: She she lives upstairs in this building up there She like illuminates my world
5: Why don't you tell me more about it then? My heart is falling Fresca, la parigia ne festa, yeah. che bella cosa na irna.
3: Press the button.